Veterinary Unicorns. My name is Amy Newfield. I'm both the host and owner of Veterinary Team Training. I hope you check out all the other amazing blogs and podcasts on our website, vetteamtraining.com. So this one came to me through an email. Somebody asked, how do I deal with the constant negativity? Everyone is so negative and they don't realize that there's a lot to be positive for. It is constant. And how do I bring people out of negativity? This is a gigantic topic. Where do we even start in a short podcast? So so I'm going to start with just the basics. And then I think for future podcasts, we will go ahead and define some of these concepts in more details. But negativity is such a big topic and it all comes down to why is this individual negative? Because there could be a variety of other components that we have to look at. The great example is burnout, right? So we see a lot of negativity in our hospitals, particularly right now due to burnout. A lot of our hospitals have record-setting number of cases. It seems like it's not slowing down anytime soon. We are understaffed, we are completely burned out, and we are getting negative because of that. So that's a different way of looking at how to address that negativity than say, for example, someone's just negative because they are dealing with the stress of home, COVID, 2020, we'll just call it 2020, that's why they're negative, right? I think everybody on planet Earth has the right to be negative at this point in 2020, but they've got essentially a lot going on. And while there is a contributing factor of work, that's not the majority of the stress that's causing the negativity. So sometimes when we're dealing with a associate that is negative because of burnout, we have to look at ourselves internally if we're the hospital leadership. What can we do to help reduce some of that stress level? If we can hire on new people, great. If we can reduce hours, great. If we can reduce caseload, great. If we can alleviate some of the stress of the appointments by spacing them out further, fantastic. If we are able to do that and afford to be able to do that, those are all things that we have the ability to control and therefore reduce burnout and therefore reduce the negativity. All right, so let's just talk about negativity in general because it truly is a mindset. And I know people get sick and tired of hearing about that. It makes it sound so simple. Just be happy, right? If all you do is think happy thoughts, then everyone's going to be happy. I don't even understand the problem as to why we're so negative. Just be happy. That is not something that ever goes over well. And it's hard to just do when you're in this constant mindset of negativity. I'm going to break this podcast down into two parts. One, how do you get yourself out of a negative mindset? And then how do you help your team become more positive? So first, let's start with you. If you are in a leadership role or even if you are working in a veterinary hospital as a technician or doctor or kennel staff, how do you get become more positive yourself? And then how do we worry about others? First, we need to do a small, high-level view of emotional intelligence. So emotional intelligence, also known as EI, is a relatively newer concept. It really hasn't made its way into veterinary medicine. You might have heard this term, but emotional intelligence really needs to be something that's taught in grade school to all the kids. And it needs to also extend into high school and eventually into college level courses where it's mandatory to learn about how you handle your own emotions and how you can communicate with others who are experiencing a different emotion. Wouldn't that be nice to learn those skills? I think so many people think that we just are human beings, so we should just be able to understand each other. (laughs) That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. That never happens. I barely understand the person sitting next to me that I live with or that is my family member. 
So making it so that I understand a complete stranger is almost impossible. So emotional intelligence is where we have a really good grasp of why we're having the emotions that we're having. And the first step of getting yourself out of negativity is to recognize you are negative. Okay, you know you're negative, but you have to also recognize where that negativity comes from. And that's really the key and the first step in becoming a more positive individual. I challenge people to do and learn about themselves through a variety of ways. Take a personality test, that's always helpful. You know, certainly also writing down your emotions at the top of every hour of what you're thinking about is really key. Waking up and trying to have a better positive mindset also does help set your day up for success. I did a podcast about this. Going to bed and literally keeping a gratitude journal of things you're very appreciative of that happen throughout the day will also make sure that you have a better night's sleep. So there's ways to kind of pull yourself out of that emotionally, but that recognition is really key. Some people suggest having a rubber band or a hair band around your wrist. So every time you have a negative emotion, you snap it. And you literally snap yourself into the conscious thought that I'm having a negative emotion and I need to be a more positive person. So recognition of why you are negative is really key. If you just say everything sucks, well, everything doesn't suck. And that's where we have to put some perspective about it. If you have a wonderful pet at home, that animal probably doesn't suck. Okay, there's moments that pets do suck, okay? When they chew up your shoes or they poop in your shoe or they do something naughty. Yeah, in that moment, they kind of suck, but people suck way more. Trust me on this. So most of the time, your pet that's at home, it's really an amazing animal. There's also amazing things that happen to you throughout the day. You know, it might be a beautiful, sunny day. Just take part in knowing that that's a beautiful weather day. We had a gorgeous snowstorm recently up here in New England in October. That rarely happens. and um, Not that I want winter to happen that quickly, but it was really beautiful. And so recognizing these small little moments that are positive is key. But also recognizing what's your driving force as to why you're being so negative. Maybe it's the stress of work. Maybe you're recognizing that you're hearing a lot of stress of the upcoming election or how the election actually happened or the stress of COVID. Whatever it is, recognizing what is the driver of most of your negative thoughts. And write those negative thoughts down so you can keep a running tab of what is driving most of your negative thoughts. So again... First is recognition that you're having negative thoughts and that you're feeling pretty negative about whatever is going on and who or what is the driving factor of this negativity. All right, now how do we get ourselves out of that negative stance? One, recognize I want to be a happier person. There are some people who relish in the negativity and the drama. And it's sad because they don't even realize that life is going by them and that they're losing out on all these wonderful, precious moments. So It sounds so corny, but recognize that you need help and that you want to help yourself is really key. Now, here's the key to all of this. Only you can help yourself. You can pay all the money to all the most expensive psychologists and all the most expensive social workers, and you can take courses online, and you can read books, and you can take meditation classes, and you can spend a ton of money on yoga, and all of the zen-like things in your home, and you can even pay someone to come in and redecorate so you have the most amazing house that is so zen-like. However, unless you actually wanna become more positive, all of those things are not gonna matter. So you need to recognize that I want to become more positive and I'm striving to get there. 
And it's really is about just focusing on now the things that make you happy. Again, I kind of already touched a little bit about this, but when you wake up in the morning, I want you to place a sticky note on the first thing that you see in the morning. It's probably going to be your cell phone or it could be the toilet seat, whatever it is. I mean, let's not be graphic, but a lot of us go to the bathroom when we first wake up in the morning. So put a sticky note on top of that toilet seat or on your cell phone and write down a word that makes you happy. Because so many of us wake up and we automatically put ourselves in a negative mindset. But if you look over and there on the sticky note, it says Fluffer McPants. That happens to be the name of your cat, let's just say. That will make you laugh. Or let's just say you write down Kit Kat. I love chocolate. That would make me smile, right? So positive thoughts lead to more positive thoughts. And that's really key in changing your mindset. Now I want you to also focus in on dialing in on your intentions throughout the day. So dialing in on your intentions and stopping and thinking about every transition is really key. Brendan Bouchard talks about managing your transitions and we have to give credit where credit is due. So it's simple really, but it's so powerful. Before you walk into the hospital, stop. Count down from 10, take a big deep breath in and out. Now set an intention of what you want to happen when you walk into that hospital. I want to walk in, I want to say hello to everybody, and I want to greet them with a smile. Perfect, right? That's amazing. Because no one says to themselves, I want to walk in, I want to be miserable, I want to complain about the day, all my fear and anxiety, and I hope today sucks. Nobody actually wants to do that. So instead, we have to set an intention. Now we need to go get our intention. Be intentional about getting positive. This is really important. Before you go see the next client, or if you're still doing curbside, like so many of our hospitals, before you call the next client who's sitting out in the parking lot, count down from 10, take a deep breath in, deep breath out, and think, I'm going to call this client, I'm going to give them the uh, some bad news, but I'm going to be there for this client, and I'm going to try to make it as easy as possible for them. Great. Now go do that. And that helps instead change your mindset from, oh my gosh, another client. Well, I only have five minutes to call them. I know their dog got diagnosed with lymphoma, but I don't really have time for this right now. To, I want to be better at my client communication and I want to be present and in the moment for this client who is going to suffer. So we can change our mindset throughout the day by managing our transition. It's a really powerful tool. And then at the end of the day, you can certainly do a gratitude journal. To be honest, that's not really my thing. However, I do like to think about good things that happen to me throughout the day so I know that I appreciate those moments. Whatever those moments are, whatever tiny win you had, go and grab it. It could be that you have a dog laying in the bed with you or a cat laying on top of you or you've got someone who cares about you. Whatever that is, absolutely grab hold of that moment and think about it consciously before you go to sleep. This is really key. And manage that transition too before you close the eye Think about something that was positive. Close your eyes, count down from 10, and think, I'm going to get an amazing night's sleep. I can't wait to wake up in the morning. So that's a little bit about reshaping our own mindset because if you're a leader, manager, or supervisor in a veterinary hospital, you need to have a positive mindset before we can impact the team. Now let's talk about the team. Here's the thing about the team. Every single individual has to manage their own happiness And as a leader, you can't do that for them. It's really hard spending your entire time trying to make everyone happy. 
There's also a cult-like mentality. Sometimes it's just easier to get on the bandwagon of misery that everyone else is on and just agree that life is miserable, this clinic sucks, and this is terrible. Why are we even here at this hospital? Rather than going, you know what? I don't think it's actually that bad. I actually think it's pretty okay to work here. We need to have these very honest conversations with our team when we're shifting their mindset. So I want you to teach them a skill called reframing. This is a big deal. Reframing is the recognition that there is another side to the negativity. Here's an example. Someone sees rain and it's cold and it's miserable and someone else sees nourishment for flowers that are going to bloom. So you can see where the reframing comes into play. One person gets pooped on by a dog and the other person is grateful that it didn't actually land in their mouth. So whatever it is, there is a reframe to most negative things. Now, not to all things. Some things are just terrible. A pet dies, a family member dies. There's no way we can see the other side of that. It just is. It's horrible and it's terrible and it's just not okay. So not everything can be reframed. But a lot of what the negativity is centered around in most of our hospitals are trivial things. Trivial things that they can't do anything about. Now, I encourage you to check out the podcast on the what ifs versus the what is, because that's a driver, a lot of negativity that is centered around anxiety. So definitely check out that podcast or blog that I wrote up on that, because that's really key understanding that concept. So how do we teach reframing to our teams? First, we need to have a team meeting in person because that's the best way to explain the concept. Second, we need to address the fact that there's a lot of negativity happening. Now, if your negativity is centered around gossip, because remember, in the beginning of the podcast, I talked about how there may be several root causes of negativity. Gossip's a whole nother conversation. It's addressed in my book. I'll address it in a podcast and blog later. But for right now, that's a whole nother concept. And teaching reframing actually will help decrease the level of gossip in the hospital. We need to have, again, that very kind, polite, honest approach when we're having conversations about behavior issues within the team. Don't attack any one individual. And remember this, be polite. That's the first rule. Come initially from a place of kindness. It has to start with kindness or no one is going to listen to anything that you're saying. So if you say to your team, hey, I'm very concerned because I see a lot of negativity happening throughout the hospital on any given day. And I appreciate every single one of you guys. You guys are all amazing. And I want to get us in a better place where we enjoy coming to work and we're more positive as a team. That will then allow for these tougher conversations. So now let's talk about reframing. I want you to develop out five to 10 statements, and they can be statements that are very real that people are saying in your hospitals, or they can be mythical statements for all you care. And I want people to have an exercise where they then reframe it. For example, he's so obnoxious at meetings, he never lets anyone else talk. The reframe to that is he's very passionate and he has a lot of really great ideas that he wants to make sure he gets out, okay? So I want you to come up with something that somebody might stay, and then encourage your team to come up with the reframe. Now here's where else we can encourage our team to develop it. Throughout the day, every time they reframe something, they can put a little mark on a board or something like that. And if 
If the team manages to get a certain number of marks on the board, well then let's have a party or reward them in some sort of way for reframing a lot of negative comments. And when we develop out this concept within hospital teams and we do it right, oh, the buy-in's awesome. I literally can hear people walking through the treatment area and they hear something negative and they say, no guys, I need you to think about that from the other side or reframe that, or I hear a lot of negativity. Ultimately, no one wants to work in a negative workplace environment. If you ask your team, are you happy being so negative? The answer is always going to be no. It's a rhetorical question, but we need to make sure that we talk to our team and have this, again, polite, kind, honest conversation about how to reshape the negativity. Also make sure that you go ahead and talk to them about how they are responsible for their own negativity. There's another podcast that I did in which I talk about how negativity takes away your energy and positivity gives it to you back. It's called the Assume Good Intention podcast. So be sure to check that out. I think I also wrote a blog on it. It's not easy in 2020 to be positive. Honestly, it's very difficult at times. There are times that I wake up I don't even know why I live in this country, why I even have a job. It seems like the whole world is going to hell in a handbasket. And I'm just along for this strange ride called 2020. But then I need to, again, have that emotional intelligence. Amy, you're having negative thoughts where it's driven from, things that are out of my control. I have no control over a lot of those things. What do you need to do? Ground myself in something that I enjoy, that I do have control in, like eating chocolate. <laughs> so, Or going for a walk with my dog. It's easier said than done, but having this deep conversation with your team and just talking to them about how you want them to be more positive, recognizing it's not healthy for them as an individual, let alone the team itself, is really key. As a leader, our biggest job is to be a coach. And so when our team is down and out, you need to rally them and you need to bring them together and you need to literally have that conversation that says, you guys aren't getting along or you're very negative and it's actually hurting our workplace environment and we're losing the game. And I want to make sure that we're the best team because I wanna be able to come to work and love coming to work because I enjoy my wonderful, weird work family, which is all of you. So what can we do to get back on track? It's easier said than done because again, as I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, we sometimes do need to get to the root cause of why the majority of team members are unhappy if that is the case. If it's just a one-off, have that conversation and figure out what's you know causing that issue. Why are they stressed out? Why are they so negative? If it's a larger issue, yeah, sometimes internally we as the hospital needs to figure out how we can fix it and what does that look like. And sometimes it is unfixable. But ultimately, how we actually handle a problem and how we deal with the stress day to day is completely up to us. It's all truly about perspective and again, it is that mindset and shifting that mindset. You know, by recognizing your transitions that happen throughout the day, setting your intention, focusing on things that you're grateful for, recognizing when you are negative and what's causing it, by focusing on reframing those negative thoughts to more positive thoughts over and over and being emotionally intelligent with yourself, you can reshape your mindset. But it's not going to happen overnight. It's baby steps and you can't give up on it or you're going to backslide into that negativity again. Have those conversations with your teams and hopefully this helps a little bit. 
I really do hope this helps. Again, this is just scratching the surface of negativity in general, because again, there's so much more that we need to dive into, but this is just a high level view of some ideas and tips and how to start that conversation with teams that are rooted in negativity. Check out all my other amazing blogs and podcasts at vetteamtraining.com and keep on being a veterinary unicorn. Thanks guys.